Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with... Melrose Place Super Bitch, Elizabeth Ellie. <laughs> and... Tyler Ivinson. <laughs> you, you got nothing, no, nothing I was going to tell you before, but then I was like, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> Oh, well, we are back for another episode on the Carrie franchise this week. Uh, We're talking about The Rage, Carrie 2. Man, what a title. What a title for a movie. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Not just Carrie 2, The Rage, Carrie 2. Makes total sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we get too far, a couple... Couple little housekeeping things, and then uh, we have a special guest this week. Yeah. Uh, first of all, email us your suggestions on future franchises and any other questions you have to sequelrights at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way, and we really appreciate it. All right. And yes, we do have a super special guest today. Uh, she is an awesome filmmaker and my friend and coworker, Tani Shukla. Hi. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Thanks Welcome for being here. to join us to talking about this awful, awful movie. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was the highlight of my week. <laughs> I'm serious. And I am serious. Nice. <laughs> so great. you had never seen any uh, Carrie movies, right? No, and it's been on my, like, movies to watch during October list for a long time. So I'm glad I not only got to see the original Carrie, but also got to see the sequel and would definitely be interested in watching future ones. It was very entertaining. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great. Uh, Glad glad to hear that you weren't uh, like, this was a mistake. Watching this movie was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, you know what? Why don't we just dive right in? All your life, you've known that you were different. It must be nice not having to be like everybody else. Sometimes I really wish I could just be one of the shiny, happy people, you know? Come on, this girl's just a skank. You don't even know her. What, and you do? Yeah, I we- do know her. The others don't understand you. At least be seen with someone cool, someone who counts. Maybe somebody needs to teach it to them a little lesson. Don't want you around. If you want to talk out your feelings, no. Well, to hell with them. So you want to know how I'm feeling today? Oh God! Ooh, trailer guy, really getting into that <laughs> one. Guy. Was that a crow noise at the end? Oh yeah, <laughs> like, like this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eagle. <laughs> I was like, I was going to get into the crow noise at the end of the movie as well. But... You yeah. want to know how I'm feeling today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how, okay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I actually had to cut out, like, uh, there was, like, a whole other minute of just dialogue from the movie before the trailer guy even comes in. <laughs> ah. Oh, man. But yeah, so here we are. Uh, We went from 1976 all the way to, what, 1999? (laughs) Wow. Someone was like, hey, uh, uh, what's lying around that we could still maybe do another movie on? Apparently, this movie was originally called The Curse. 
Uh, and it was supposed to start uh, production in 1996 with Emily Burkle, same lead. Uh, and it heavily borrowed from a real life incident in 1993. Uh, but then it somewhere along the way in development, hell became a Carrie sequel. Carrie two, sorry, not sorry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> or, no, it was literally called Carrie two. Say you're sorry. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> what was it? Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. You would uh, happen to have a game of guess the tagline for this lined up, would you? No, I don't. There's not. Do you even, have that drop because uh, we could play it if you wanted to. <laughs> Otherwise, a, we could just talk about the terrible. There is a tagline. It's pretty bad, but uh, yeah, looks can kill, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. They sure can. <laughs> did you? That's uh, what this movie's about. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to go into it, but did Tyler? Did you read about that? Uh, I I was. Uh, I didn't know that this was based on a true story. And it's no, I did awful. not go into it, but I am sure that it. I mean, of course it is, and god damn it yeah teens I mean, have been gamifying inappropriate behavior since the dawn of time yeah yeah it's just really uh it's really sucks and it's like at the end of the wikipedia article it's like uh charges weren't uh, pressed against any of these people and I'm like, yeah uh, well yeah you wouldn't want to ruin a young boy's life i know god uh, <laughs> I was getting real promising young woman vibes from <laughs> yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. scene. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we were just kids. Yeah. Ugh, man. Ugh. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, as we've alluded to, this this Carrie uh, sequel kind of covers a little bit different ground than uh, than the first movie. The, the, well, also incorporating just footage from the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, the same ground, literally, <laughs> yeah, from yeah, the first movie. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, different, but the same. Yeah, exactly. Um, At least they rebuilt the high school on a different site and never bothered to tear down the old one. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, it's been 20-something years, over 20 years. Also, like, the only, the only use for the burnt-down old high school is for middle schoolers and high schoolers to go to and scare each other like there's no way that she hadn't been there already yeah like, that's although the it's a pretty incredible set yes. apparently it was like some abandoned uh burnt down yarn factory and it oh. looks great you know like uh like the fact they were able to find that location but you know i just want to know what happened at the yarn factory <laughs> too much yarn too much yarn. historical event like the triangle shirt waist yeah. uh, <laughs> either that or jackie yeah, chan got yeah. in there caused a ruckus uh <laughs> Oh man. Uh, well, where do we where does this movie start us? We got another crazy mom. I know how to make the movie different. Let's call her Rachel instead of Carrie. Yeah. Rachel. <laughs> it starts with a lot of uh close-up shots of paint. Lots of yeah. paint. Yes, lots of paint. Then a, a little girl gets slapped in the face with a paintbrush. And then there's I so guess, much slapping. I 20 years have passed, but no less slapping. <laughs> and I guess uh the telekinesis power manifests itself in a predator vision that's also like Danny DeVito's dog vision from Look Who's Talking Now. I did not it's understand really why. Flat, black and white snorkel cam yeah. thing that it's it's unclear. If she, it's like an affectation where Rachel refers to herself in the second person. <laughs> didn't like it. Didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, why are why are certain times it's black and white? Sometimes it's not. I don't really understand. <laughs> Sometimes it's her point of view. Sometimes it's not. I just think that they were like, you know what? Black and white is going to be my split diopter. And that's (laughs) what's going to make my mark in this movie. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> also, she. Yeah, and instead of the violins, it's just a knife every time she uses her powers. Yeah. Speaking of sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Of sound effects. The. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. It's like on chorus, on beat. Yeah. And why does it come remember, in third? I don't even remember a character saying that, like, in the original one. And then, but I remember hearing it in the yeah. original one, like in the auditorium or the, the, for the prom. But I was just like, where is this coming from? And now we're using it again. <laughs> well, yeah. Mom, yeah, the mom says it once, but not that then same it was way, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like super, then, then they bring it back as like her, like distorted nightmare echo. Then it was like on an Adam Sandler album in the early nineties. <laughs> and then they brought it back to the, for this movie. Cause it's like, Oh, it's just the iconic thing. You have to have it. But yeah. there's no, Rachel doesn't know she's know related to Carrie, yeah. nor does anyone know that Carrie's mom said that to her. Can we talk it's, about that bullshit? Like this no is one of the sense. things that's, <laughs> that's the worst thing about a sequel. Like not only it was like, you know, Carrie is about, you know, a woman coming into her own power and everything else like that. And this movie is just like, Nope. It, her dad was special. Her dad gave the telekinetic powers and that's what happened. And that's why this girl's special as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I told you, like, was kind of lame about the book. And then they were like, let's put it in the second movie. Yeah. It's a recessive gene. (laughs) I was waiting to the end of the credits for uh, Patrick Stewart to show up in a wheelchair and be like, you need to come with me. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, you just got to hear more shitty music. Sorry. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. After I watched the first one, I thought like, there was like a demon or like not just some guy with a recessive trait that <laughs> she needs to now go to a psychiatric hospital and be sedated for like what <laughs> yeah also why did the mom have to be sedated he didn't pass it on to her through sex she, she was just crazy, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, that dude just had a like a real oh, a thing, thing for, for, for religious crazies. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Now's now's his time. I mean, that guy right now out there, so many possibilities. <laughs> Lots of babies. He's with gotta have that whiskey on his yeah, yeah. <laughs> That Roadhouse whiskey. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, yeah. there's a guy in this movie from Roadhouse. <laughs> Wait, who's from Roadhouse? I don't know. One of the like, oh, okay, bros. Yeah, uh, one of the forty-year-olds that are at this high school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The guy who looks like a beefed-out Mark McGrath or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> they that's why him shirtless. I was like, oh my god, that guy's like forty. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that the reason that they didn't have a Sugar Ray song in this is because that guy looked too much like Mark McGrath, <laughs> and they were like, no, let's just use Goldfinger instead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I looked it up. I was like, is that Mark McGrath? <laughs> I don't think it makes sense for it to be him, but maybe. For a split second, this movie was called The Rage. <laughs> Carrie 2 is that Mark McGrath. The Sugar Rage. Uh, sugar hey. Ra- <laughs> and that's the end of our episode. We're going to end with Good Sugar night. Rage. Good and uh, yeah, we've done it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, so let's actually like say what's happening here. Yep. Rachel is the main character. Her mom was crazy. And so she's in um, Arkham Asylum with all the Batman villains. <laughs> yeah, uh, why was it? I was like, oh, it's a Batman movie. <laughs> is that a com- I'm sure she knows the Scarecrow and all those <laughs> yeah. other guys. She's like, is that a common psychiatric hospital name? 
Joker's mom, um, <laughs> Calendar Man, the Clock King, Martha's probably everyone's in there favorite. Too, Martha, so. yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, and so she lives with the horrible Foster family, but mm-hmm. the important thing is she got to keep her dog. And I was kind of like, I think if original Carrie had had a dog, this whole thing would have turned out way differently. That's true. <laughs> I There's also a point where this movie leads you to believe that they're going to do a pet cemetery and kill this dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was Which an is... intense fake dog murder. Yes, it really, uh, it really was. It it was like, really, so is this movie going to have a suicide, a rape, and a dog murder? Because... <laughs> Also, like, I watched that. Okay, I didn't watch it back, but I thought it back in my head, and I was like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that dog would have been dead for sure. Sure, yeah. <laughs> also, that was one of the few scenes that my wife uh, watched and oh, was yeah. like, oh my God, no. <laughs> yeah, she has that same kind of dog, right? Yeah, that's, uh, she has a beagle. Yeah, I don't know if that was a beagle or like a Oh, okay. Dog. I don't know. The dog I get them types, confused. But, yeah, they look the same. Um, but uh, the dog would have been dead for sure. It, it rolled <laughs> multiple times underneath a semi truck. <laughs> but it was yeah. fine. It was totally fine. Um, so this is like probably the most '90s thing we've ever mm-hmm. watched. It is mm-hmm. so hardcore. It's 90s. crazy. It even has the cast of American Pie. There's there's an amazing shot of the aforementioned Goldfinger needle drop where they play like all of that song. And it pans across the high school and there's just kids do and the shot leads to nothing. It literally fades to black and then picks up somewhere else in the high school. But there's kids just like standing with super soakers <laughs> yeah. like, shooting yes. each other in the middle yes. of the high school. It's just like, what is this? Well, it's the 90s. Of course, this is what's happening. I was like, school. wow, this is so authentic during that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I did did uh teenage boys wear lip gloss in the 90s? Because there's one close-up shot of this dude talking, and it's just Shiny. Was that Zachary must... Ty Bryan? Zachary Ty Bryan yeah. from Home Improvement. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just—he had just made out with his girlfriend that was just really into lip smackers at the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's lip gloss that you eat. Yeah. Eat. Yeah. It and tastes like Dr Pepper. Like Mina Savari is in the beginning of this movie, and mm-hmm. her hair or wig is like insane, and her hair is so messy. And then I was just kind of like. Maybe people in the 90s just like did their hair that way on purpose or something, but it's like <laughs> out of control. Uh, and then she goes to the roof and promptly kills herself. That, yeah. <laughs> the, a very dramatic scene that we see like 500 times. Yeah. 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 That that scene uh, where she is like slowly walking or she comes out of a like dark room and then is slowly walking. I was so confused. Like, I'm like, did I miss a scene somewhere? Like, what is, <laughs> yeah, no, I, what is I literally rewound it. I was like, what? Like, what did I miss? <laughs> like, did, what happened did, did to they her? say something specific in the classroom or like, what was this? Yeah, I was like, oh, I know the guy was like, ew, my friends think she's gross. But then I didn't see <laughs> it was like we missed something that should have maybe happened. If I told you that the uh, screenwriter made a cameo as this English teacher, you would probably believe me, but it would be a complete fabrication. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Romeo and Juliet guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Like, the way she kills herself, too, is so dramatic, and it looks like she's possessed or something, you know? And it's just like, they make it seem like that's going to be part of the supernatural aspects of the movie, mm-hmm. but it's like, nope, that's just how she chose to kill herself and somehow manage not to scream or flail or, you know, do anything that you would do physics wise when jumping off a roof. And it was mm-hmm. just like very strange. And I really hated that because it's like how I interpreted it was, okay, so she got broken up with or Did she find out about 
the the ratings in the book and it's like is he that broke what up happened? with her or something. Yeah. No, it's yeah, yeah. It seems I think I think that he told her about the book in his breakup. Like I think that what's implied is that like she was getting serious and he tried to break it off and then he was like, You don't even mean anything to me, or and then explained like what the book was and everything else. Um, it's not it, it, the way that this movie handles suicide is not uh, would not fly today and has fairly problematic for a lot of reasons. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, we can't say for sure that no one would kill themselves that way. So immediately after that conversation, but I don't know. <laughs> it's like, well, you at least tell your friend or, you know, try to talk to someone or, you know, literally do anything first instead of walk straight up to the roof, like immediately after. She, she did leave a note in her locker, didn't she? Or She did. Yep. Didn't they read a note that had like the, uh, the photo, like ticket tag? In? Yep. <clears throat> that was like, oh, this guy did this to me. I don't, I don't remember exactly <laughs> what it said. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about the, the, the game, the sex game or whatever. Yes, mm. it's terrible. I don't, it's awful. I mean, yeah, it's just it's just like uh, who can get the most points. I I took a people. photo. There is an insert shot of the written rules of this game. Okay, uh, good. The rules were not clear to me, so let's. If hear you them. would, if you would like me to read them all aloud, I can do that, yeah. or I can just lead the funny. Okay, so here <laughs> are the rules of the game with a paperclip written in a pretty clean handwriting uh, that an art director definitely did. Uh, one game lasts the entire duration of the football season. Two oh. winner is the one with the highest point total over the course of the game. Three winner receives one keg of beer of their choice to be purchased by other players Four Ooh. point values are assigned by the following criteria. A dash blow jobs are worth only one point. B swallowing gives you an extra point. C uh, to remain in the competition. You must score at least five points per month. D, add one point for each article of clothing kept from the girls. E, if witnessed by other members of the thing, get two points. Then at the bottom two, one point for eating pussy. And then one point for exotic location. Oh. (laughs) So couldn't you just... Well, oh, no, no, no. They were all watching each other. Wait, so what was the, the sex itself is... How many points? That's that's not detailed. The sex itself is not detailed. The blowjob is one, and then, then there's going down an exotic location. <laughs> so really, the only way to get points is to make sure that she takes off both socks and removes like her hat. And also, like- also, there's no way that these fucking toxic douchebag football players were like, yeah, and you get extra points for going down on her. <laughs> yeah, like, no way. Yeah, no. <laughs> they were like minus five if you do yeah. that. Yeah. The, the movie and if she has an <laughs> orgasm minus 10 yeah. <laughs> it's like so, yeah so someone may have made that prop but the movie makes it seem like the point system is based solely on their looks and maybe how skanky yes. they are <laughs> according to them maybe that know. was implied but not written out like that the base score is based on how good the girl is and then you like plus and minus on the it uh, just seemed like I it guess. was mark mcgrath's purview to just like use it to talk shit to all of his friends that's what it seemed like goodness yeah i like how he tried to cross off her name after she committed suicide too like (laughs) what rule was that (laughs) he's just trying to keep it honest yeah Yeah. like crossing off her name after she died doesn't seem suspicious at all (laughs) (laughs) if they die within 48 hours then you don't get the points (laughs) that's messed up uh, I mean, we're laughing about this That's because it's just so it's awful. fucking awful. It's, it's so yeah. awful. Like this would not even 
today today would not even no. come yeah no oh yeah it's pretty bad pretty bad um so that's what else is going on in the movie <laughs> uh we got a we got a character uh, from the first one back uh which i was that's not, right not expecting sue sue is there amy irving <laughs> The guidance counselor. Again, this is an insane thing where, uh, like, the it's out that there's this, like, sex ring amongst the football players. A uh, student has just killed themselves. And <laughs> she's the guidance counselor. And she's like, we really need to talk about this. And the it's either the principal or somebody else comes by. And he's just like, are you sure? You're just being hysterical because you're still concerned about that woman who died 20 years ago. <laughs> That's right. And we get the flashback. And it's like, no, I'm being very clear. There's a sex <laughs> ring and a child is dead. And we need to do something about it. And he's just like, no, you're just being hysterical here's some exposition <laughs> i just i really have to connect I mean, this I to the previous like, movie <laughs> let me do it <laughs> I, I did like how hard the police uh detective and the da yes. were going until mm-hmm. they caved but the, like the fact that they were actually like well whatever we don't care we're gonna charge you for statutory was i was like oh my gosh someone's actually bringing that up and then they of course caved with from political yeah. pressure as soon as whatever. soon as the judge was just like <sighs> oh <laughs> Which is what know. happened in real life. Yeah, so. I'm old. I like to, I like to remain a judge. I guess I I do like the cynic like the inherent cynicism of the '90s of just being able to be like election year and like that's that describes the scandal of like why he'll I won't cave on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then the main character guy whose name is. Jesse? Jesse? No. <laughs> Jesse? I think Jesse I sounds right to me. White guy. Chad. Um, <laughs> he's like it is Jesse, nicer yeah. than the other ones because then he's going to like go out with Rachel, even though she's very clearly told him and his friend that she's a lesbian. There's hmm. never any discussion. He just immediately starts going after her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, was she a lesbian? Well, I think she was just saying that to like ward them off. I yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, club. that was I'm just like, to get them out of the photo booth. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rachel has the cool job of working at the drive through photo photo booth, uh, photo development. I don't even know what you call it these days. Kiosk. Photo kiosk, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, she meets the dude, like, after, like, they have that interaction in class, which is kind of like the poem callback from the first movie. Yep. Uh, but, like, they meet by, like, they, their meet cute is her dog getting mauled by that semi-truck. Oh, yeah. yeah and she... she's just standing in the middle of the road. Instead of, like, going back to her house or doing something, just, like, trying to yell at cars. And the dog, like, for the scene to be, the scene was incredibly harrowing. But this dog, when she's holding it in her arms, is supposed to be mauled and in really bad condition. It's looks fine. delighted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, looks like <laughs> this dog is thrilled. Normal dog. Uh, she's just standing in the middle of the road, just being like, somebody help me. Somebody. And it just happens to be our guy. <laughs> and then, yeah. It's, it's, uh, they, they go from there. Their relationship <laughs> is very weird. And like, I get that she's supposed to be the main character. We're kind of supposed to like her, but she has like the dumbest anecdotes that she tells this guy like when they're sitting in the car like she's like he's like oh how are you doing about the fact that your friend killed herself yesterday and she's like 
you know, sometimes I see people turn around and I think it's going to be her. And then it's like, sometimes it actually is her. But now whenever I see someone turn around, it's not ever going to be her again. I, know. I was like, what? What kind of a stupid story is that? Like, I was going to make that joke about Tyler and <laughs> do a whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because of the pandemic. And then uh, sometimes when someone turns around, it is Justin. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, that the, the the scene, I think she says that to the counselor, uh, the, yeah. that thing about the turning around. But in oh, okay. Well, the scene, all no, her she, stories are The scene ridiculous. in the car is the one where she's like, oh, man, I used to have this friend who, like, would put a piece of spaghetti, oh, like, yeah. in his mouth. <laughs> In his mouth and then pull it out his nose and then brain flossing, am I right? Is basically what she says. But then she goes on to be like, like, that's a talent and you have talent in football. Football's going to, football's going to get you out of this town. And then, and then this is, this happens immediately after that. Word. 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 They say say word, word, back and forth. (laughs) The, it's uh, the director and some of the special features is like, oh my god, we, you know, we cut out some of this extra footage from the date scenes because like the chemistry between our two leads was just so great. Like we didn't need to see these scenes of them bowling and other stuff. Bye. And I was like, I was like, was it <laughs> that scene when they like say I love you to each other at the end and then stare each other at each other for like a minute before the ceiling falls on one of them was <laughs> so charismatic. Yeah. It's like Romeo and Juliet, Justin. Yeah, they just stared until one of them died. <laughs> I mean, I have to say there was a... I kind of lost my shit when I think his arm caught on fire and he's just trying to keep it together. He's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is his plan here? He's just going to go down with the ship? I think he just wanted to die with her. I guess. There are a lot of fire stunts in this movie and there's one woman at this party who's on fire for like a good two minutes and different shots. And like you can tell that she clearly just has the burn gel on and there's a take where like she's up against the fence and it's it's truly horrifying because she is not having a good time <laughs> yeah she's screaming like help me help me <laughs> it's and pretty funny th- that's a lot of work like you only have 10 seconds i think mm-hmm. with someone on fire so like that scene was really <laughs> intense to film i'm yeah. sure they went all out with them all out of blazing <laughs> i mean this movie does have a really good telekinesis kill and that <laughs> She doesn't like throw something. I mean, there's throwing people and impaling and sure you can have the uh, De Palma's artfulness of, you know, crucifying the mother with cutlery, or you can just have someone explode their eyeballs <laughs> and then fire a harpoon gun through a man's ball sack. No, and have it glasses. Sailed. The glasses. No, no. I, I rewound it. I rewound it. It's literally her <laughs> eyeballs. Just oh. And then the glasses go. Oh, I thought the glasses were going into her eyes. Okay. Which, which is like as a telekinetic power yeah that's one of the easiest things you can do <laughs> my favorite was the, the flying uh cds was by CDs. far my favorite yes i uh yeah i mean this movie i was like sitting through it like uh, and then the, you know the big uh <laughs> rage party at the end happens and i was just cracking up the rest of the end of the film <laughs> yes <laughs> which yeah. which made it all worth it, it made it all it's worth like it. 
man, do rich kids' parents just have harpoon guns lying around? Multiple loaded harpoon guns? <laughs> yeah, the fact they're in a chiller with a harpoon gun is insane. I, I, I also <laughs> love the idea, like, it's such a hard switch of just, like, like they brought her here, they're going to play a prank on her, an awful, terrible prank that we'll talk about more. But then they're just like, oh, she's going crazy. We got to fucking kill her. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like trying to explain how to shoot a harpoon. Pull the strap, man. Pull the strap. What are you talking about? Pull the strap. Um, I, this was so uh, like I, I messaged you guys earlier. I was like thinking back about the movie and I don't know why, but I was having like such crazy deja vu thinking about this like end moment <laughs> with the with the eyes exploding. Deja the, vu to what? Well, like <laughs> I was just like I was thinking back about the movie and I was like to the point where I was like, did we watch another movie where someone harpooned the balls out of their body? Like, because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just had this weird feeling that we had already talked about a movie where a guy gets yeah, it's stuck Free Willy the- 3. The no, no, no. It was Cabin Fever. It was, there was yeah, a harpoon? Maybe. The, uh, the Sean Astin one, the island one. Oh, see, maybe, maybe uh, that's that why that did happen. Maybe that's yeah. why I was like, God, I feel like this happened already. <laughs> oh, God. It's so weird. But that was a hilarious moment, and I'm glad that he just <laughs> immediately died from that. That's great. There's a scene where they decide to haze her by like making it seem like her house is haunted and like shaking things and bring and like like they don't actually know her like the fact that she's been experiencing this kind of stuff. So it, that idea is kind of interesting in that like, oh, what if someone's, you know, it's making her think her psychic powers are going out of control. But then it's just so dumb the way that it like Resolves. happens that yeah. it it sort of. Yeah. And she's fairly quick to forgive them of like them spying on her and her house and like threatening her and like that shit breaking is... windows yeah like and she's like oh it's just boys being boys talking like and donald it, duck or whatever it, it, that's insane <laughs> how dare they bring donald duck into this that was <laughs> just a, a weird weird situation <laughs> Yeah, and her foster parents are horrible, by the way. Her dad slaps her foster dad slaps her in the face for coming in like in the morning or whatever mm-hmm. in front of the yeah. mom. And even the mom's like, ah, I don't think you should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like uh, part of the thing that she's looking forward to is like her her mom getting out of the asylum. <clears throat> I mean, I guess we could talk about that whole B plot. <laughs> So yeah, that Irving. was a great. That was such an easy escape. Yeah. <laughs> there was no tension. It was just like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I need my purse. Just, okay. It's quick. Just put gum on the magnetic lock. You know. Yeah, the scene that actually had more tension was when they stole the uh, lipstick from the store and mm. not breaking the mom out of Arkham Asylum. <laughs> 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 Maybe you should stop putting all those supervillains in there, Batman. It's really easy to get out. <laughs> I hate the way um, I, I really hated the way that Amy Irving died at the end of the movie because yeah, <laughs> I was like, it was so way better. Yeah. And it was so uh, confusingly shot and unceremoniously like, done that I was like, it almost retroactively retroactively made it seem like she wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, oh, that's how she di- Wait, Was that even her? Was that her? I don't know. They both look like crazy. I love the idea ladies. that. Things are going batshit in this house, and like she's been impaled through the head, and the mom's like kind of scared of the outside world already. And there's like complete bedlam going on the inside, and she's like, "All right, I guess I'll go inside, see what's happening." Yeah. 
Well, like the teacher, like we talked about this in the first one. And the fact that the teacher dies is like a very kind of like important Mm -hmm. uh, tenant of it. It really shows that like Carrie has lost control of her powers. She doesn't even care who's nice or who's mean. She thinks everybody's laughing at her regardless. And like the teacher kind of has to die, even though you like her and she's been nice to Carrie. I did not feel that way in this one like no. i did not think that amy irving really had to die because um rachel didn't even see her she didn't yeah. even know she was there she just exactly. died like by chance because she was looking into the uh the th- the people thing which doesn't even work that way you have to be on the inside <laughs> and look out <laughs> <laughs> Who let this woman be a guidance counselor? Yeah. Yeah. And so she dies and Rachel doesn't even know about it or know that she did it. And so it really just like takes away all the poignancy of like the teacher getting killed in yeah. this situation. And like, and like, yeah. And, and uh, Sue doesn't even really know what's happening because she, she didn't go inside. So it's like, yeah, there need to be like some moment of her being like, oh my God, no, you have to stop yeah. this. And then getting killed would have been much more uh, poignant. And they didn't even like each. I mean, uh, Rachel didn't even really like the guidance no. counselor they didn't have like a a bond of any sort so i wouldn't be surprised if she killed her even if she knew she was there yeah <laughs> yeah I, also it's unclear what her plan was she was like i have to get you there to tell i'll break you out of the insane asylum so that you can tell your daughter because she'll only believe you freshly out of the insane asylum that your dad that her dad was the same dad of this crazy thing that happened 20 years ago and that's why you have psychic powers and that's why you need to stop because nothing calms down a teenage girl more than learning about their estranged father And as a guidance counselor, she would know that she would be experienced with 20 years of teenagers under her belt. And Um, it's it's weird because it brings in the telekinesis thing from mm -hmm. the book. But the father being alive is only from the movie so that Carrie can have that like incredible line where she says, you know, the devil didn't take him away. He just left with another woman, you know, Mm -hmm. to Piper Laurie. But in the book, the dad like dies from a heart attack or something when Carrie's like, two mm-hmm. you know like so like the mom dies of a heart attack yeah exactly <laughs> like uh lame but yeah and this so they take the thing from the first movie that he has run away with some other woman um and then they but they take this whole telekinesis genetic thing from the book i don't know yeah <laughs> And also, um, uh, her powers uh, manifest as like a crazy tattoo that comes to life on her whole body. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny looking at looking at Instagram and looking online. Like that's sort of like the most iconic thing from this movie that people uh, are holding on to is this thing that becomes like a face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what if we just made her kind of look like Sally from Night Before Christmas? Like, oh, like yeah. That. <laughs> uh, I it, mean, the effect looked cool, I guess, when yeah. it was expanding. It? There were some moments where it looked, I could see the, like a VFX overlay. Uh, (laughs) I was like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I was imagining it, but that's what it looked like. I don't think you were. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, The boyfriend comes and sees her and he's like, Carrie, I still love you. Blah, blah, blah. I thought he was going to be like, but I didn't realize you had a face tattoo now. (laughs) Does that go away? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna go away when you calm down. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, you know, I bought the I bought the like triple feature DVDs or whatever, and they're like these old school DVDs, right? So, 
Uh, it was one of those ones where it's like, this side is full screen and the other side's widescreen. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I put it in and it was, you know, every time I get these old DVDs, I'm like, oh, man, like these things always had crazy Easter eggs and stuff. I should like look around and see if there's Easter eggs. Oh, no. And sure, and sure enough, on the languages page, like was a big like photo of uh, Rachel. And if you pushed like left a couple times or whatever, it highlighted the it highlighted like the, the thorns on her face or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, what's this going to be? And I clicked it and it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the menu. The menu went boom, 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 and then like, like the vines grew over the screen, and then that was it. <laughs> and I was like, "What? They did? They did an Easter egg of that?" Justin, the reason why why we are friends is because you took the time to hunt around the DVD menu. I for mean, that. come on, I gotta do it. <laughs> it was I didn't hilarious. even know that was a thing. Oh, I didn't even God. know you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, like bored people at DVD houses were putting Easter eggs in there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Usually they're more interesting than that. But uh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it is you don't want your DVD to be more interesting than your movie. And it's about <laughs> as interesting as it is in the movie. <laughs> if not more. Yeah. You never really even know like what the tattoo symbolized or why they got it or why they had that little ritual or, you know, uh, I don't know. I think I I thought the the first movie, I mean, although it's definitely not subtle in a lot of ways, I think the second one went full throttle. Like, we're really going to make sure you know how angry she is (laughs) by this tattoo going all over her body. We're not getting Uh, enough of the rage from like what she's doing. We need. Like if you couldn't tell, the the house was on fire. (laughs) (laughs) We need to see it manifested in some other way. I I will say I think one of the things the movie does do well is the fake friendship uh, between some of the girls and trying to trick her into coming to this party. The movie actually puts genuine effort and and character development into trying to make that feel believable. for the friends, not for the boyfriend, because like their behavior is inexcusable. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that the lipstick scene uh, was like fine. And I thought that the friend was like convincing. And, you know, like I, I could see why she would fall, like get the impression. They're like, no, they really do want to be my friends. They want to accept me into their world. The one who looks like a mom. Yeah, I felt who that. Gets her eyes exploded. Yeah. <clears throat> Yes. <laughs> she looks like, I just got out of uh, being a bank teller for the day and I'm going to go hang out with these <laughs> yeah. high schoolers. Yeah. Which is like kind of insane for this movie. I mean, it, it came out in 99, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Or is it? Yeah. So it's like, I wasn't that far off high school. Like, so like technically like these wouldn't be like, I was in junior high, but like to look at this, it feels like it's from a such a different time <laughs> from when I grew up and I was, you know, probably three or four years off what these people were supposed to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty far out there. Um, how about the music? Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Justin, tell us about the music. Well, it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, some of it is like, uh, you know, you watch The Matrix and you're like, oh, yeah, that was music in the 90s. (laughs) Uh, But there's this horrible song uh, that's like the theme to Carrie 2 by the band Ra. And it's called, uh, where where did I, I lost. Crazy Little Voices. Crazy Little Voices. Yep, that's what it is. I had it up. Um, And it's terrible. But it's like the end credit theme. It's just like, you gotta rage. (laughs) 
and we'll play it at the end here. But I mean, yes. that, yeah. you, know, you know what? The thing I thought was really funny. Um, I liked that, uh, you know, Rachel was somehow like the only kid in the world who had a, uh, a Marilyn Manson poster, but only listened to Billie Holiday all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is yeah, she listening was, to all these old She was songs? like nine inch nails, Marilyn Manson, like ska music playing all the time. And then when she's getting ready for the dance, it's like, smooth jazz yeah there's, 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 there's i think there's like two billy holiday songs and uh and she's listening to him on headphones both times i'm like what there's a giant marilyn manson poster in your uh, room like i don't understand why you'd be into this but okay yeah boo, marilyn say- manson very bad oh, yeah. news yes yeah he's he's an awful human <sighs> I mean, I would be listening to Billie Holiday if I had to be followed around by some of these horrible score cues in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) There's some real, yeah, there were a couple times where I wanted to take, I didn't take notes, but I was just like, wow, what is happening with this music right now? It's like funky while they're doing some serious thing. I don't know. It was just really bad. It was very all over the place. And it sounded kind of like, uh, like a really low rent version of like the Halloween theme a couple times. Like, I don't know. It was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, man. What um, else is really 90s? Uh, someone's murdered by an automatic pool cover. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that's like I, the big I really like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. That was good. I was like, I do think that's like, uh, you know, not not that there's many improvements over the first movie, but I, I feel like you do really get a like, yeah, Fuck those kids in this one. Like yeah. you, you really get to yeah, see them fucking get, kill them. Yeah, you really get to see them get fucked up. The kids in the other one are just like, oh, some of them burned. I guess I don't know. I mean, the nice one gets a bucket on his. Like the the most dramatic thing is him getting the bucket to the face. Yeah, yeah or the the electrocution on the microphone. Maybe yeah, is another big yeah one, but, but it's like it's like oh, it's cheese. It's more cheesy. This one had you know, like you said, compact discs flying at people. That yeah, was yeah, hilarious. beer guns growing through testicles. I mean. Yeah. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> like the first thing that happens is like the doors slam shut and people are like stuck in them and then the doors explode. They're okay. There's like all these glass doors, the doors explode. And the first thing is like <laughs> a mannequin head hits the ground, but it's actually someone got their head decapitated in that moment. <laughs> and I was like, Whoa, nothing like this happened in the first movie. That's when I started laughing out loud when the yeah. head dropped. <laughs> it looked like someone oh. off screen was like, all right, throw the head. <laughs> it just bounces like oh god that was so funny i was like whoa wait someone's head got cut off and then the score does kick in and it it really does turn into like this action gearing up scene of like all the horrible teenagers being like let's fucking kill her <laughs> yeah. you really get to like revel in their deaths in this movie which i mean the kids in this movie are so much worse than the kids in the first movie they're so much worse and there's, I mean, everybody in this movie is just ready to murder. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I did like, I mean the shot, the, there's a couple shots of her. Like they look like they're out of like a music video where she's standing in front of like a wall of burning fire that it does look pretty cool. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's a, I mean, that's a lot of fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a couple of those shots were cool. Do you? How would you feel about watching this movie now and being in it and knowing that you uh, not only played a horrible uh, misogynist uh, douchebag football player, but then you also had to shave your head for it? Oh my god! I can't believe they did that. 
Oh man, the the stuff with the football team was pretty crazy. There's actually yeah. Okay, wait. How about the sexual assault football yeah. coach that like yeah. makes the guy drop his pants and then like slaps his ass in front of everybody? <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> okay, it wasn't funny, but the way he does it, he's like, um, <laughs> I thought he's like drop trow is what he says because he's a cool coach guy, and then um. <laughs> The guy does it, and then he, he like, leans down. He, he, like, squats down, gets right up in front of his butt, and he says, like, after that half-assed block you did earlier, I thought he was going to be like, I got to make sure you got a full butt back here. <laughs> Is that not what he said? No. No, he said he had to check for a tampon string. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, Which, I unfortunately, the is the only reference to periods in this that's, movie. That's true. Yeah. But I was like, why uh, would you say half-assed when you're looking right at his butt and not make a joke about about him that guy should have farted. <laughs> Honestly, like that. I mean, there's a there's an insane uh, deleted scene on the um, on the on the DVD uh, that was. Did titled, you had to hunt for it. <laughs> no, yeah, it is. It is. It is related to the football team and their shenanigans. Um, it, the title of the deleted scene was "Are you a dog?" Like D A. WG because you know the the they also changed the Bates High School <laughs> mascot from like weren't they like the Hornets or or bees yeah. or something and now they're the Bulldogs um so in this totally insane scene uh they're like at football practice and they're like yeah yeah football football uh that's what you do at practice <laughs> and uh one of the guys like is you know going in to hit one of those uh you know, blocking things or whatever. And he falls down and the coach is like, get up. Ah, are you a dog? You got to prove to me you're a dog. Are you a dog? And then like everyone starts rallying around. I'm like, are you a dog? Are you a dog? <laughs> and they're like, they're like heading over like to the sidelines of the football field where they've got like, you know, the coolers with, uh, um, you know, drinks or whatever and water. And he's like, oh, you, you got to prove you're a dog. And they open up this cooler and it's like a cooler. It's a cooler full of like giant <laughs> raw meat steaks. <laughs> the guy's like, prove a, you're a, are you a dog? You got to prove you're a dog. And, uh, you know, this is like the Mark McGrath guy or whatever. And he's like, um, uh, he picks up this like red bloody steak and he's like, I don't know. Uh, and then he takes a bite and they're like, yeah. And then uh, like Jesse and this other, one of the other guys, dudes like look at each other like let's do it and they run around and get right up in the thing and start going like and like eating this meat like (laughs) and then they're like yeah yeah and i was like what the fuck is this scene is this like based on some real life story they actually spent money to shoot that they did that's not even what? yeah. I've got another one, but I'll save it till the very end. <laughs> what was it about 1999? Because it was also the year of Varsity Blues. Like I guess we're a little bit before Friday Night Lights, but like what was it about like the glorification? I mean, maybe it's out of uh, like Animal House, and it's just like the jock version of that. I'm not really sure, but it seems like this was just like this pervasive cinematic mood happening at the time that. I, always made me uncomfortable because there was just like so f- i mean i was a little bit younger for these movies too like i like i didn't see varsity blues but um yeah it's a really weird societal thing that like what was happening in 1999 and i guess they must i guess this movie is taking it as as you know lampooning that and kind of skewering that and and making them villains which they are but it also just ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like already roided out in high school and it's just crazy. Yeah. 
the things they do. The shaving head thing was just like, what? And then this movie does make you watch like three or four football scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's the part where she breaks it. out of her house to watch him like throw the game winning pass just in time. <laughs> yeah, that was super weird. Super weird. And she's Run like onto the field, so you know? Yeah, you do. As yeah. a spectator. You did oh, it. Oh, man. Jesse, you did it. <laughs> You've made the throw. And he points at her like, that's my girl. <laughs> not you, Tracy. <laughs> not you. This one. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about the very end? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, He's yeah, so, dog. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So as we as we mentioned, like, uh, you know, they, they tell each other that they love each other. And then the roof falls on Rachel and he tries to be like, oh, I'm going to stay here and die with you. And then she telekinesis tosses him out and it's like a stunt actor for a second you can see his face yeah. <laughs> he's like no the way she tosses it was like so crazy too i was like what the fuck um he lands in the pool so he's totally safe so everyone dies she dies uh and we flash to uh jesse at college i guess right uh i assume yeah sure. and yeah he kept the dog which i thought was weird um like how did that happen did he go I guess maybe the parent, the, the foster parents care. were probably like, fuck this dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's like sitting at his computer or, or whatever it was writing something. And you see in the background of this like huge mirror that he has for whatever reason uh, that uh, Rachel's like sneaking in, in the background, like wearing all white, looking very ghost like. Um, and he <laughs> isn't scared when he sees her. He turns around like, Oh, Hey. And they start making out. <laughs> yeah. And they make out for like a second and then she stops and then she turns into a ghost and explodes. <laughs> yeah. Like glass. Yeah. She turns Shattered into a glass. Yeah, that she t- scared me. I literally jumped. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then he wakes up the, from the dream to this. <laughs> like that. Sean no- you is there. Yeah. <laughs> that noise happens for some reason. <laughs> I'm like, he wakes up like. <laughs> My dream was being attacked by a bird. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, a, if, if, the, if the original Carrie was taking cues from Psycho, obviously Carrie too needs to take from a different Hitchcock movie and they chose the birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the final shot is this weird like shot of him in the mirror that I thought for sure one of the reflections of him was going to turn around. Or something. I thought something was going to happen. Yeah. And I was like, why does he look so evil and possessed in this moment? Is he just like traumatized or what? It's like, know. oh no, my girl, my dead girlfriend <laughs> turned into a ghost CG porcelain doll. Oh my! Yeah. Which is not even like as poignant as the dream at the end of the original Carrie, because it's no. not like he's that traumatized. He was just kind of like, "Oh, I had a bad dream about my dad." <laughs> like, right after that, he was going to go downstairs and have a bowl of cereal. <laughs> 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 no cereal for you, Walter, or whatever the dog's name was. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Okay, so you want to hear about the alternate ending? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, do I. <laughs> Okay, so I was watching the deleted scenes and everything, and when I press play in the deleted scenes, there is, like, an intro from the director, and she's, like, going on about, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited you get to see all these scenes, and she's, like, listing out the different scenes, and one of them, she's, like, oh, the snake, like, oh, man, it's just, this one, this one was so cool, I loved it, Uh, it just was, like, an effect that we couldn't quite get right, and, um... 
I'm just really excited for you to see this. And then the deleted scenes play and like none of them have a snake in it. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck? What? She made a big deal about this snake scene. Like where the fuck is this snake scene? And then there's another special feature that's like alternate ending with before and after uh, digital effects or whatever. Um, and I press play. And so what the, the alternate ending was, instead of her turning into a ghost and shattering into a million pieces, she stepped back and a giant sea snake came out of her mouth and then went into <laughs> Jesse's mouth. And then he was like fighting the snake, like, <laughs> like on his dresser. And uh, it was hilarious because <laughs> they had the like before and after effects. So they had the scene of him just going like, oh, 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 <laughs> with, his, with his mouth open and no snake. And it looked so funny. If you guys were here, uh, you know, recording in person, I would be like, we have to watch this after the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm so sad. Because maybe I'll see if I can find it on YouTube. It makes or no sense. There's no snake mention or imagery in the <laughs> yeah. movie at all. She said that uh, people were confused about the snakes. So, <laughs> so they were like, so they were like well, I, let's change I, it. I will say that she took over this movie. The director walked out uh, after a week of filming over creative differences and she had to step in and like prep the movie in like a week for her and like reshoot a whole week of, of shots. So knowing that whole thing happened in 1999 when like that shit was not as common, uh, you know, the fact that the movie is watchable is <laughs> impressive. I'd be extremely interested to know what the creative differences were on this. (laughs) He wanted the snake in. (laughs) No, her name, it's in the title. Her name is Carrie too. We can't, her name is Carrie too. We can't have uh, the the studio wants to be Rachel, but uh, her name is Carrie. That title is just so crazy. Like I guess in a couple other countries, it was released as the curse of Carrie, which makes so much more sense or any like you know carrie colon legacy or something you know but like the rage carrie two why like yo, not- like they should be switched <laughs> like why is carrie two the subtitle of no. this franchise yeah i've never seen that <laughs> yeah remember the movie like uh dead man's chest colon the pirates <laughs> of the caribbean <laughs> two <laughs> That's like that's like not a proper franchise building. Yeah, that's some that's some real Rogue One a Star Wars story bullshit. Oh, no. <laughs> you know when you go to Blockbuster and you're like, oh, let's see, well, let's look at Carrie. Uh, I heard they made a sequel, but it, oh, it's not here. <laughs> that's actually to, in the R's. I went to Carrie. Yeah, exactly. So that that's why it gets all fucked up. They should have known better. You're right. At that time, it would have been terrible for. I wonder if Blockbuster exactly. managers overrid the alphabet at that time to they, place. They the rage probably next did. to carry. They probably did. Uh, that would, that's what I would do. If you worked at a blockbuster in 1999 or 2000, email us and let us know where the placement was. That's right. carried, or <laughs> I'm sorry, the rage carry two DVD. I want to hear about all the customers that came in and be like, where uh, carry two <laughs> is supposed to be out this week. I can't find it. Uh, sir. It's actually called the rage carry two. Uh, we have to put in the R's. It's uh, corporate. <laughs> uh, so speaking of, 
the 90s i tried to do a child star check-in but i couldn't really find this little girl that played young rachel because her mm. name is kayla campbell of florida which is an incredibly generic uh name but i did find an article that of course the orlando sentinel ran about her when the movie came out and uh of course they said that uh it was like her second or third movie and she said that the director uh they just painted her face and told her to act crazy and so she was not scared at all filming. well that wasn't hard i mean you're from florida it's pretty yeah. easy she was like, so, Orlando, I just, so i know <laughs> i basically just acted like i was at disney disney world and yeah, it was fine just a normal day in florida they painted yeah. my face i acted crazy i got a churro yeah and so um her parents took her to see the movie and they allowed her to stay in the theater for the first like 10 minutes or whatever her scenes are and then they made her leave and that was it <laughs> <laughs> right before the suicide yeah i guess so <laughs> yeah. what's mark mcgrath up to these days <laughs> is he still beefy yeah <laughs> but yeah that's it that was the only kid in the movie yeah everybody else was like everybody else was 40 yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was like that in the first movie, too. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was just true. about to say. Yeah. So I don't think it's only like recently where like we started to actually cast people that sort of at least sort of match the yeah. age that they are. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a movie. Yeah. Is that it? I think that's it. You want to do the ratings? Well, let me just say, too, that the reaction to this film was pretty much universally bad. Everyone hated it and thought it was bad. But another thing is that three weeks after this movie came out, Columbine happened. So I doubt, you know, many people were really super stoked to go see a movie about a bunch of high school kids being murdered immediately after that. And so that could not have helped the situation. Um which is or interesting because the- we talked about that last week with Carrie of like mm-hmm. that, how that ties into it. If that's an idea that's always been pervasive or it kind of got infused through pop culture. That's really interesting. That happened just a few weeks after this. That's crazy. Well, and like the thing with the original Carrie is like, yes, she gets bullied, but the pig's blood thing is so kind of extreme that you're kind of like, okay, but unfortunately what happens to Rachel in this movie seems all too real and realistic. And, you know, it's not just like, you know, I mean, maybe the football players don't have that crazy mirror set up, but everything else. But yeah, instead of it being like, this is a disturbed girl who like cracked, it's just kind of like, this was kind of like a normal girl. And like, yeah you know like yes her mom was crazy but she was kind of like a nice person she had yeah. multiple friends she had a boyfriend you know it was going she had a well, job blah, blah, she blah. could take yeah. care of herself yeah exactly and then it's like this kind of not cyber but video bullying and sex you know gamification that causes her to kill everyone and is not particularly as crazed and um uh like haphazard as what the original Carrie did it's a lot more even though it's not planned it is a lot more surgically executed and so it is more kind of it seems more like intentional and and the the good boy lives which is yeah. not what happens in the first one <laughs> that's yeah right. that's right and that's a dubious ending as well yeah mm-hmm. uh well i mean i want to go off this <laughs> i want to go off this i don't know which deleted scene i want to go off of <laughs> i want to go 
uh, absent CG snake or uh, or raw meat inside of a Gatorade cooler. I think we'll just go with absent CG snake. How many absent okay. CG snakes would you give the rage carry to? Um, okay, I'm going to give it three absent CG snakes, which maybe you think that's kind of high. But honestly, like, I think they should have just not made it a carry movie. They should have let it be angry girl uh, sex game story. And it would, it actually is not like as bad as I thought it was going to be based on like, just kind of the discourse I had heard. But yeah, when you put it next to the original carry, it's like complete garbage, but as like, you know, in and of itself, it's kind of like, okay, like if this had not been linked to carry, it would have been a decent, like, Teen horror, nineteen ninety nine, you know, campy thing. So I think that that you saying that really made me think that if this movie had no association with Carrie and took the same like slow burn structure, where like Carrie's just like a high school drama for a long time, like there's some mm-hmm. supernatural stuff, but like it's hinted at really. And if this movie had that same structure and that just came out of nowhere that she's like, I'm a witch and just killed everybody. (laughs) It would probably be one of the bigger cult movies and very popular. Yeah. If it was not related to that, because if they, if they could slow burn that and pull that twist off, like it would, I I mean, I will, yeah, you're absolutely right. The people would love this movie. Um, I am going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it to, uh, Absent CG snakes. I think that the drop off of, of just putting Carrie in the title, the drop off from the first one is so steep. It does so many <laughs> bullshit things of just like making it about the dad and like bringing bringing back a character just to murder them haphazardly. <laughs> it does so many things that we hate in sequels, and it seems all that more egregious when the first movie is so good. Yeah. Uh, I think I also was going to give it a three, three missing CG snakes coming out of your mouth. Um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, yeah, it's not a good movie. It's not, I don't think it's that good. Uh, I did get enjoyment out of the insane, uh, final moments, which I, I, you know, I don't know if they at the time meant it to be funny, but, uh, I certainly had fun watching it. And I, I do think it's interesting that they, choose to tackle something different um you know with the whole uh like rape culture uh game thing that's going on i feel like it would have been like i don't know if the you know it's like a rip from the headlines kind of thing i don't know if the intent was to kind of go a little bit harder on that in the movie and like make more of a statement but i feel like it doesn't do enough of that like i feel like there's still people that might even though the characters get brutally murdered at the end i feel like there's still people that might watch this and be like oh man that's a funny idea let's do it like i don't feel like it goes far enough to make the um the jock guys seem like as horrible and like really demonize them um i feel like it could have done more uh in kind of like you know landing that point but um yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Again, same as Eliz. Um, but yeah, still like, yeah, I don't know. Not not a good movie. <laughs> yeah, um, I I think I would give it a a two point five. Can I give half? Yeah, sure, cut that Do snake it. in half. We have no two idea how point, big the snake is. Yeah. So yeah, two point five <laughs> absent CG snake. So half of an absent CG snake. That's a, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I did get 
a ton of enjoyment out of it. And I was laughing like the whole time. I don't think that was the intent with a lot of the movie, but um, I definitely enjoyed it. But I agree with a lot of y'all's sentiments. Um, And to me, there was a lot of things that were introduced, but not developed. You know, we talked about how really what was really because I, I, I gravitate towards character development and I just felt so disconnected from so many relationships although I will say um Rachel and whatever his name is Jesse Chad I will say there were moments in their relationship where I was like oh that's cute but like <laughs> you know like kind of pitying them in a way so (laughs) all that to say it was a fun movie to watch and the reason why I chose because Elizabeth said hey you know whichever Carrie sequel you want to join in on let me know and I just looked for the worst rated one and that was the one I (laughs) went with that's the best way to pick nice (laughs) and and I'm so glad I did because because it was definitely fun but yeah um 2.5 yeah, the worst rated ones are often the most fun episodes, honestly. Yep. <laughs> and we always yeah. come in like, well, what are we going to talk about? The movie was terrible. And then we have a terrible. Whole, and then it's like, oh, that's fun. right. There was harpoon guns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so many harpoon guns. That was a that was an insane house so, as well. <laughs> so many TVs. It TV really guys. was. Lots of TV screens. Uh, yeah. What were we going to say, Tyler? Uh, I was just going to say, where are we going next? I actually don't know if we're going to uh, Remake Town or TV City. Well, strap in, because now it's time for Carrie <laughs> again, and then Carrie yet again uh, a few years yeah. later. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, next next week we're talking the 2002 made-for-TV version uh, of Carrie. It's just Carrie. So... 2002, so just oh, that's 2002, very not, after yeah, this. not that much, uh, not that much time in between. Forget the rage, we're going back to square one. Reboot, yeah, <laughs> that's just that's kind of insane that it's just like okay, Carrie, 1999, Columbine, we get 9/11, and they're like, you know what, the world needs more Carrie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put it on the t- more teenage violence. Put it on Let's the TV so everybody can see it real easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yikes. <laughs> Yeah. Not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys um, think's going to well, happen? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, there it's a it's a good bet. And I don't know which way I'd go of what which one's going to have worse music. Um, oh. I guess this is on TV probably that's going to have The TV worse one? Music. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to guess. We'll see. Was it was it made for a specific network? Um or was it was it sold to multiple networks to play on TV? It was, uh, it was on uh, NBC. Oh yeah. And MGM. Uh, yeah. It premiered November 4th, uh, 2002 and was viewed oh, by 12.21 million people. It is Brian Fuller written. Yeah. Hmm. So it could be interesting. Uh, we'll see. I haven't seen it. So I'm yeah. kind of, you know, I'm kind of interested to see this take because I've seen I have seen the the remake. Uh, I don't know if I've seen it or not. I can't remember. The future remake. Well, Elis, I'm looking at the IMDb and we're definitely gonna have stuff to talk about next. Ooh, week. okay, exciting. Um, about our favorite topic that is this is not a totally a lost podcast, but <laughs> it is a lost podcast. Ooh, <laughs> lost references are favorite. Um, okay, well, uh, Tawny, thank you so much for going through 
this with us. Yeah. Uh, thanks for, <laughs> thanks being for having here. me. Uh, do you want to plug anything, your social or where can people follow you? Yeah. Um, I would say, I would just say my website is probably the best way to find me. It's T A N I P A I G E S H U K L A dot com. Tiny right. page Shukla. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And anyone can email us with their suggestions. We have two more carries, and then we need to know where to go next. And this was a user suggestion. This was a listener suggestion. So please, was. you know, send them in. Yeah. Sequel rights at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. It helps more people find us. That's right. We'll see you guys on TV next week for Carrie. It's not a friend of mine It forces me to wait For symbols of reality Inscriptions of my